From this verse, it appears that the government officials of the Kayasta community would sometimes chastise the citizens. And thus it was the duty of the king to protect the people in general from the atrocities of the Kayastas. In Bengal, the Kayasta community is honored almost as much as the Brahmana community. From the upcountry, many of the Kayastas are considered sudras because they generally eat meat and drink wine. In any case, in history, the Kayastas appear very intelligent. Thus, the Mahabharata Chaudhary was afraid of Raghunath Das because he belonged to the Kayasta community. <clears throat> so how did Raghunath Das get arrested? Have you ever been arrested? Not nice to be arrested. I was arrested for doing Harinam in Montreal. In 1968, disturbing the peace. <laughs> <laughs> Disturbing all the, we were part of the chanting in the park on the road at St. Catherine Street and they, some crazy police guy arrested us. We got released later after eight hours. Raghuna Das, he wanted to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And he kept running away from home and his father kept arresting him. His father was a big landlord. He's like a, in a feudal system. Lords are like small kings. 
they have their own area that they gather the taxes from and pay the big king. That was their role in society. So they had their own police force, they had some protection, they had some enforcement. They were the local government. So he was in a very influential family. He wanted to join Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He went to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and said, please take me. The Lord Chaitanya told him not to be a false renouncer. Anyone who was a Grihasa that said he wanted to give everything up and join as some kind of renunciate, Lord Chaitanya would discourage them. He would call it Markata Vairagya, monkey renunciation. Si alguien necesita traducción en español, sabe que está traduciendo. I'm looking up. Anyone needs Spanish translation? This is happening right here, so I wish I So, he said, don't try to falsely renounce and you can serve me by being wherever you are. So you can serve Krishna as a grihasta. So you do your grihasta duties so diligently, nobody can tell that you're so attached to Krishna. So just like a wife who's cheating on her husband, doesn't want to get found out, she'll be very careful how to do it. Maybe serve the husband more, but you know, even better than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Such example was used by Lord Chaitanya. So you be like that. You keep your heart with Krishna, but you do your duties very nicely. Nobody can tell you're not fully committed to all your materialistic duties. So that was the order of the Lord. So at that time he went back home. and was performing his duties in this mood. And then so happened that just at that time, this Chaudhuri, he was a government officer. He was a minister of finance or something. But before he used to be the tax collector for He was the tax collector before, for that area, and he knew that the actual income of the area was two million gold coins. And the rule was one-fourth of the total tax should be paid to the, can be kept by the tax collector as his, for his expenses and three-fourths should be paid to the government. But how does, so that means they should be paying 15 million 
one million five hundred thousand. But actually he was only paying one million two hundred thousand. Three hundred million. Three hundred thousand gold coins. Not Raghunath Das. This was his uncle, yeah. His uncle, this was his uncle, not Raghunath Das. His uncle was doing this kind of tax evasion. Very famous in North America. IRS is watching the tax evaders. So this old tax uh, collector who has used to get so much income, because half a million gold coins, a gold coin is worth a lot more than a dollar. And nowadays uh, a gold, uh, an ounce of gold is about 400 plus. So you're talking about millions and millions of dollars. As far as I know, in those days a gold coin was 11 grams or about tolas, and 11 grams is, is um, <coughs> more than a third. It's $200 huh? $200 more. You're saying $200? Yeah. It's a round number, easy to go. So 200 times <laughs> 800,000. 800, Sixteen million. So there's sixteen million or hundred and sixty million. Two times eight, uh, two hundred times eight hundred thousand. One hundred and sixty. A hundred and sixty million dollars was how much money he was making. <laughs> By our dollar today, which in those days money had value, you could live off of, uh, you could buy enough food with one rupee for the whole year. <laughs> He was fabulously wealthy. So the heir apparent for all this wealth was Raghunath Das. So this Chaudhary complained to the minister that they're cheating in your 300,000 gold coins. And the minister came to arrest the uncle and the father of Raghunath Das. They got the information and escaped. Not finding anybody else, they arrested Raghunath Das. So the Chaudhary was threatening Raghunath Das, we're going to beat you, where's your uncle, where's your father? Harassing, torturing him, I mean, verbally at least. They're afraid to hit him because figured, you know, they're so powerful. Anybody that powerful, that influential, maybe, you know, and, you know, they're going to be back. So then actually, physically torturing, but just scolded him. So then says how Raghunath Das, he used his intelligence and he told the guy, you know, you are like, you're my guru. You're like such a great saintly person. You're the brother, actually you and my uncles are like all like brothers, you're always working together. 
Brothers always have fights amongst themselves and they become friends. I think my uncle and my father didn't do right to you. They should give you some money also. This whole thing can be resolved very mutually. For everybody a win-win solution can be <laughs> That's a modern lingo of course. <laughs> so then the the children started crying, he said, Oh, you're such a nice boy. <laughs> he was singing music to my ears. <laughs> and then, uh, okay, I, I'm going to have you released, you know, this is not right. You're not this. You're not the one that's wrong. It's all your uncle. No, I will try to bring you two together and we've got a nice mutual solution. So then he was released, and then his, uh, he got a secret meeting between the children and the uncle and the father. They worked everything out. Probably something for the government, something for you, something for me. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't say anything to me, it's not relevant to them. <laughs> you know how these things go. <laughs> After all this, you know, Raghunath Das was fine, and then you were arrested. This material world stinks. I'm going to be with Lord Chaitanya. I'm just saying, you know, here, what if you were on the planet, Lord Chaitanya is there having his pastimes in Jagannath Puri? You want to sit with the millions of dollars and wrestling with all the tax collectors? Or you want to be there in the Harinam Sankirtan with Lord Chaitanya and Jagannath Puri? So, but he couldn't get the mercy, he wasn't allowed to go, even Lord Chaitanya didn't allow him. What a mystery. <laughs> then he began to run away again from his house. Emate bari bari pallai dhuriyane Kavetar mata kohetar pittasane He got up alone one night and left, but his father caught him in a distant place and brought him back. This became almost a daily affair. Ravanath would run away from home and his father would again bring him back. And Raghunath Das's mother began speaking to his father. Putra Batula Hilo, Ihai Rakoho Bandia, Tarpita Kohetari, Nirvigna Hoya. Our son has become mad. The mother said, Just keep him by binding him with ropes. His father, being very unhappy, replied to her as follows Indra Samaiswarya, Sri Apsara Sama, Esa Bandite Nari Leka Jarmon. Dhuri Bandhane Thare, 
रखी बात क्या बोलते जन्मदाता पिता नारे प्रारब्धा कंधाई थे रघुनाथ दास का सांग है आपिलंस इस लाइक इंद्र the heavenly king and his wife is as beautiful as an angel and all this could not tie down his mind how then can we keep this boy home by binding him with ropes it is not possible for one's father to nullify the reactions of one's past activities chaitanya chandra kripa hoya chai hare चैतन्य चंद्र रघुनाथी रघुनाथी रघुनाथ शिलोपाध्याय course we can never equal what is going on here with Lord Nityananda the Prabhupada was empowered like that distinguished people would see and they would just be amazed even he mentioned that some bishops and christian priests were saying that how these people were with us but they didn't look the same now they're all looking so effulgent what happened see even the devotees became effulgent in the presence of Prabhupada by his mercy <clears throat> so 
Also, it's so difficult. I find it, I'm trying to imagine. But it is unimaginable. But something we can try to maybe imagine, even we cannot fully do it. How beautiful Lord Nityananda appeared. <coughs> Seated on the tree of Nityananda's, the tree on the side of the Ganges River. And Panihati. Panihati is a very special place in Chaitanya's pastimes. Lot is said about Panihati and Chaitanya Bhagavat. Panihati is also the house of Raghunath Das, Raghava Pandit rather, Raghava Pandit and uh, uh, Damayanti, his sister. Jai Maharaj Ki Jai Ho Chandamoli Swami Maharaj Ki Jai He has been duly garlanded. <laughs> I went with Srila Prabhupada to Panihati twice. Prabhupada visited this tree, it's still standing. Visited the house of Raghava Pandit. Prabhupada also thought this place was very important. He said he wanted to have an Iskand center there. At that time, the government was offering to us the riverside, the tree, the riverside place. So Prabhupada said we can build a temple on stilts, you know, like a big parking lot, you know, so that open access is kept there for everyone can go and come. And we would be up on the second floor with the temple. People would come. The time was before the communist government and there was the West Bengal was under Congress rule. And so the local MLA, the member of Legislative Assembly, he said, I don't know, we have legislative assemblies in America also, I think. It's the state assembly. So they're called assemblymen. There they're called MLAs, member of Legislative Assembly. <laughs> <laughs> Indians like uh, abbreviations. <laughs> they don't like here, they'll call a member of parliament, a senator, representative. But there, if you're a member of parliament, they call you MP. <laughs> Doesn't matter, Hindi, Bengali, anyway. Everyone knows that they are the MP, <laughs> Member of Parliament. 
try that. Right? <laughs> Just check me. Everywhere else in the world they call him Mr. Senator, Mr. Representative, Mr. Assemblyman. Only there they are MP. Official. There we go, MP. Anyway, <clears throat> this sounds so important. But there was uh, this member of the Legislative Assembly. He was taking us, taking Prabhupada to show the land and show that we want to develop this place. We want Iskand to come here. So Prabhupada was very enthusiastic. He said, yes, we must do this. Then in the end, the government lost power and the new government was totally against us. At least they were not at all favorable to the We met the local people there and that was the where we got our first Shaligram Shila from one devotee in Panihati in Mayapur. So Prabhupada was telling how Wachitak eternally resides in Panihati. The Panihati is one of the five places where Lord Chaitanya is always residing. So he was giving a lot of importance. He said we should have a boat service going from Calcutta to Mayapur with a stop in Panihati. And they can have Chiradai, yogurt and uh, flattened rice breakfast on the way as a special <laughs> treat. So he had so many ideas. He was he was really he asked some devotees to just concentrate their like a guru's order their life and uh, developing this project. But then the whole thing kind of got delayed. But because Prabhupada he also said we should distribute Chiradvai there, we should be prominent in the festival. So we start to go to that festival. Even now, after 500 years, over 100,000 people. How many over 100? I don't know, 200 or 150 or... I think at least 200,000, but attend every year. There's no posters, no internet mail-outs, no advertisements in the newspaper. Everybody just looks on their calendar. Panihati Mohutsav, Danda Mohutsav Day. That's enough. Everybody shows up. They don't want to miss it. The mercy is flowing. How many of you want mercy? One way is be where the mercy flows. Be in the right place at the right time. <laughs> no use going for the Christmas sale when it's already Easter. You know? <laughs> you have to go there just at the right time. So, people know that time so much mercy is flowing. But in Panihati, mercy is flowing all the time. A lot of mercy flows in Panihati, but there's more at that time. In Chaitanya Bhagavad, 
Actually, I don't know if I can do it. We have some full water. Prabhupada one time uh, told the devotees, give me, still smoking, give me uh, <laughs> hot milk. And then they brought up the milk, it's not hot enough. I said, well, how hot do you want it? I said, I want it as hot as possible. <laughs> they went back and heated up. It was like boiling, it was just like... <laughs> and Prabhupada grabbed the glass and burned his hand, it's too hot. But Prabhupada, you said as hot as possible. <laughs> yes, but not impossible. <laughs> as hot as possible to drink. Two years, one year, Lord Chaitanya was there with Nityananda in Jagannath Puri. <coughs> he called Nityananda and tell him, you know, we were preaching in Bengal and I suddenly left, took sannyas. We didn't finish the job. But now I can't go back as I'm sannyasi, I can't be back in the place where I family is. Why don't you go back? You should go back and preach there and finish the work that we started. And if you know, so I need to take some men you can go alone. And Lord says, it's okay, you can take some men. You don't have to come every year to the Rathyanta. You can stay there and preach if you want. Sometimes you come, sometimes you stay there. So, it's a Dichinanda, then he chose like his, his, his team of people. The cowherd boys from Vrindavan, the reincarnated, became his associates, brought his kopavs. People like uh, Gauri Das Pandit, Nilikitan Ram Das, Abhiram Takur, like that, so like then the, just 12 coward boys were there and there was, there was any 40 devotees who took the time. It's been a big group at Jagannapuri uh, that time. They all got the blessings from Lord Chaitanya. Then they started to travel back to Bengal for preaching. Some Kirtan party. So as they were traveling, it said they were chanting, dancing. 
chanting and dancing. They were so, so ecstatic was their chanting and dancing that they would also dramatize different pastimes of Krishna. Sometimes in their ecstasy, someone would take the position of Krishna, somebody Radha, somebody different, different, uh, different part players in Krishna's leelas, and they would uh, work, they would dramatize it, and some of it's chanting, and they would so completely get absorbed in the sankirtan and the and the pastimes, they would lose track of the road. They would wander off the road and sometimes go eight kilometers off, ten kilometers, eight, five, six miles off the road. Some side road. And then someone they say, Where is Bengal? The Bengal road. Ten kilometers back that way. <laughs> then they again be chanting, you know, every move they would be chanting and dancing the whole way. Sometimes they would miss the road when they, they cross it and go on that kind of so their their path was like zigzag. <laughs> Going back and forth. So normally it would take one month to walk 500 kilometers from Jagannapuri to Bengal. It took them three months <laughs> because of so much ecstasy there. The route was much longer. So they were a very blissful group. So much ecstatic. So finally they reached Panihati. Ravunath Das went straight, I mean, Vachita uh, Nityananda went straight to the house of Raghava Pandit. <coughs> Raghava Pandit is the reincarnation of one of Krishna's cooks, Radharani's cooks, her assistant cooks for the, serving the Lord. So when Lord Nityananda went there, what was he doing? He was in the kitchen cooking the Raj Bhog, the noon offering. It was in the late morning. So he put his arm on Raghunath Das, Raghunath Pandit's uh, shoulder. Raghunath Pandit. Look, Nithai! <laughs> what did he say? Nithai! So, immediately offered his obeisances. And he said, How many are you? <laughs> Oh, about 45. It's all right, I'll, I'll have lunch ready for you in one hour. Why don't you all go take a bath in the Ganges and then come back? If you suddenly have 45 guests show up at your house, can you cook them a feast in one hour? On a cow dung stove? Raghavapandit was expert. 
you know how to do it. <laughs> so immediately he was so excited, he was so happy to be able to cook and serve Lord Nityananda and all the Vaishnavas. So he prepared nice feast, Nityananda went to the Ganges, took his bath with the devotees. Just think how blissful. Who is Nityananda? Everyone knows. Mamta, you know who Nityananda is? Who is he? Lord Chaitanya's brother. It's not wrong. But Lord Chaitanya is Radha Krishna combined. Shri Krishna Chaitanya Radha Krishna Nahi Anya Balaram Hoylo Nitai Nityananda who's on this side is Balaram. Nityananda is very jolly, very humorous, very merciful. By nature, he is very, very merciful. He delivered Jagai Madai. How much merciful, more merciful can somebody get? They were, they were destined to go to hell. They were going to torture them for a long time. And Nityananda delivered them. Karuna Karuna. Paramaka is supremely merciful. Pahuduija. Nitai Gaurachandra. Prabhupada taught that song here in Nupanihati to the devotees in this kind for the first time. He said, You should all chant this. How merciful are Nitai and Gora Chandra. So here you're going Nitai, they're here in Atlanta blessing the devotees. We hear from the Prabhupada disciples that were present at that time how Prabhupada was crying, how Prabhupada was seeing that Lord Gora Nitai giving their mercy to all of the people here in America. all the people, all the devotees here in Anupaniyati. So, there's a very, very special place of Prabhupada's pastimes. And here Prabhupada was feeling the mood, the mercy of the time and Gora. Like in Panihati. So when Nityananda came back from the Ganges, Raghavapanda had a whole feast ready, had all the devotees sit down, had already offered to his uh, 
Radha Madana Mohan Devi's. That's why here in Nupani Hatevi, our deities are called Radha Madana Mohan, just like Raghava Pandits. And we distributed, you can still see the deities of Raghava Pandit and Pani Hati, they're still being worshipped. They're smaller than this. About this big. And they have an exhibition there. Raghava's Jodi. Damanti and Raghava used to prepare special kinds of preparations, digestive aids for Lord Chaitanya's diet. Achars, pickles, sweets, things that would last. The expiry date, one month, two months, six months, expiry date, one year. To cook something with a one-year expiry date, you have to be very expert. They were so expert, they knew how to take Ganges mud and make sweets out of it. To take mud and make a sweet, you really had to be expert. <laughs> of course, Ganges mud is special, it's not an ordinary. Even then, I don't know anybody who knows how to make Ganges mud sweets today. <laughs> it's a lost art. Don't know what proportion, don't know the recipe. All I know is described that he, she would make Ganges mud sweets and it would be a favorite delicacy for Lord Chaitanya. So they'd make all these very wonderful achars, mango achar, marobas. In North India they have shops where you can some shops along the highway, it's all this type of achars. Maruba, Amla Maruba, Bail Maruba. This is, means they keep some ripened fruit in a sweet sauce and it's like preserved, preserves, they call it in America. So they have. They could make all these amazing kinds of preparation, preserves, pickles, things that would last the whole year or most of the year, half the year for Vajitanya. So every year there would be a whole caravan of people carrying these bags of pickles and preserves and sweets and preparations, things that will have to last at least a month. So that's how long it took to walk there. They walked. So these bags are famous as Raghava's Jolis. Joli means bags. So we have an exhibition there of some of the preparations. They made clay replicas of the preparations. Who's seen it? Who's on Ganga Safari went? Sarvashakti, nobody else? Emma, you went there? Panihati, you saw it? Anybody else? Maharaj went Chandrabali Maharaj. Very interesting. Of course, unfortunately, the signs are all in Bengali. So you need a translator to tell you what each of the things are, or you have to know what. <clears throat> they make special ladus from powdered, puffed rice balls and things. 
Anyway, it's still there today. You can go and see. There's a tree. Raghavapandit Samadhi is there. And there's a special tree, a Malati tree. Is Malati coming? She's here. She's here. So we're remembering her tree. Malati tree is there, and uh, Lord Chaitanya Nityananda, Lord Nityananda used to dance under that tree. It's, it's a vine, like a grapevine that grows. Not exactly a vine, but it's a little tree, but it's kind of like a tree vine combined. But it can grow over a lettuce. So, when Nityananda finished his uh, lunch, took a little rest, then in the afternoon he came out and said, let's have a kirtan. So his kirtan singers didn't need a second indication. They all got out and started playing their instruments, their drums and their cartels and started dancing and chanting in ecstasy. So then, uh, we're saying that, describing this kirtan, the, the devotees were dancing, Nityananda was seated, whoever he would glance at in Panihati, they would get ecstatic. Just by his glance, they would be overwhelmed with love of Krishna. How many of you would like Nityananda to give you his loving glance? That's a shortcut. Just one glance and you're filled with love. Sometimes during the kirtans here, and the lords are seem to be giving their glance, you see. Maybe not the full glance, that would be... The full ones who got the full-on glance completely fell over in the ground and started rolling. Holy rollers. <laughs> they could not uh, sustain it, it was too heavy. So maybe just a little side glance. <laughs> So not to get those legs moving. <laughs> so want to speak the full glance. If we see some devotees in the full glance, you know what happens. Well, either you know, hit their head against the chandelier. Or <laughs> be on the ground, one two. But, um, so there's a very ecstatic kirtan going on. There are different devotees are dancing in front of Nityananda, different formations. So we're still doing that, trying to dance before the Lord. Then, Nityananda, he got up and he started to dance. He says, when he dances, it's out of this world. 
since he is the husband of Mother Earth, he is the origin of Raha Deva. And when he dances, even the Earth was getting the lotus feet on her back, starts to tremble in ecstasy. Earth trembles. Everybody feels it. And whenever Lord Nityananda dances, I told you there are five places that Lord Chaitanya is always present. One of those places is whenever Nityananda dances. <clears throat> so when he started to dance, Lord Chaitanya was traveling in South India somewhere, just he flew right there, invisible with all the other devotees watching. Because he doesn't want to miss, he won't miss it. It's not every time that Nityananda dances. When he dances, he don't want to miss it. So he's right there watching. So Nityananda is dancing. How can I explain it? I can't. It's inexplicable. It's so beautiful, it's so artistic, it's so loving. In all the books, they just, it's like when the writer gets to that point, he gets overwhelmed. Can't write anymore. Nityananda's dancing. He's dancing. He's dancing. Arriba! Arriba! So all the devotees are gathered around watching. Nityananda is dancing. And then Nityananda sees Lord Chaitanya standing there. So he tells everyone, Lord Chaitanya has come. I'm just looking at him. We can't see him because he's invisible to them. He said, You can't see him, but I can see him. He's here. He's here right now. But he's wearing a garment from South India, a flower that doesn't grow in Bengal. If you smell, you may be able to smell his presence. You can sort of <laughs> trying to sniff him out. <laughs> then Lord Chaitanya like lets the fragrance come from his body, from his garments. And some devotee smells it. Chaitanya is emitting this love gas. <laughs> love perfume. Love scent. 
when people are becoming overwhelmed. How many would like to be there? So many past times happen there. The Nityananda, after dancing, and he's very energetically dancing, so he's covered with uh, covered with perspiration. He's hot, apparently, I mean, putting on that vila as if he's a human being. So he's going through all this <clears throat> dancing. And afterwards, everybody, he sits down, and so then they all bring uh, buckets of water from the Ganges and give him an Abhishek, live. And we should have an Abhishek. Actually, he wants to have Abhishek to read his heart. This is not fit it in. They had Abhishek and Nityananda. Nitai Abhishek. <clears throat> then afterwards, Nityananda went back and changed his clothes, they're all wet, so he went back and put on fresh dhoti and chandra came out. He had no garland. He called Raghavan and he said, I'm a cowherd boy. I love Kadamba flowers. Give me a take out all the soft petals and then the middle of it looks like a center of a golf ball or something. Anyway, he made this beautiful Kadamba garland garland and went out and gave it to Nityananda. Everybody's amazed. <clears throat> so then they started just having this kirtan. Like Nityananda came to establish Namahata in, in uh, Bengal established the Sankirtan movement. And uh, this is the 500th anniversary of Lord Chaitanya's initiation. And next year is the 500th anniversary of Nityananda, of uh, Lord, Lord Chaitanya starting the Sankirtan movement. We're inviting all of the Sankirtan devotees and preachers, congregational preachers around the world to come to Mayapur for celebrating the 500th anniversary of the Sankirtan movement's commencement. Doing special offers for the preachers in Mayapur. So this Kirtan was going on. It didn't stop. I don't know when the people slept, if they slept at all, but if, if they did it, it was just like Somebody chanted until they dropped and then they came back in and they continued chanting and it just, the kirtan didn't stop. There was enough people that somehow it just kept going. It kept going every day and night and the word came out that there's this really far out kirtan going on and people would come to look but when they would look they would get drawn into it Next thing I know, they were chanting. They would be there for two, three days. Forget about everything. 
Then they think, oh, my wife, my kids, <laughs> Where have you been? People <laughs> 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 say, what happened to you? You're so happy, you're so ecstatic. What happened to you? And then everyone would go to the kirtan and everybody would come out completely you know, <laughs> just ecstatic. And so like this, sometimes the, the, the crowd grew up to 10,000 people. Pani is a little place, it's like 10,000, it's a lot of people. And the kirtan was going on like this uh, for three months, day and night. And at the end, like the last month, from non-stop kirtan, the devotees started to get like mystically empowered, just like automatically, they didn't desire it, but just, they were manifesting ashta cities. Some devotee would start floating up in the air, become lighter than the lightest, and he'd be jumping from one treetop to another, Haribo, Haribo. <laughs> Somebody become like super strong and pick up, was it they picked up uh, nine palm trees, uprooted them and started dancing with the palm trees. <laughs> they had Aviram Thakur. <laughs> He had a bamboo that was almost uh, something like uh, 60, 70 feet long, which is big, thick bamboo. And he was carrying it like it was a flute. <laughs> 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 and some other devotee picked up a huge, like a mango tree, like gigantic, must weigh, I mean, how many tons and tons? There's a huge tree, one of these trees, like one of these trees picked up the tree and start dancing with it. Well, finally, Raghupas, I got nothing left, you know. <laughs> I'm getting good for you, you know, my mangoes, my palm trees. <laughs> There's 10,000 people here. I mean, this is like, they're destroying my house. I, I love you, you're all here, but this is, this, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, they're going to break down my temple, and this is like, too wild. I'm <laughs> already pulling out my trees and dancing with the trees. <laughs> so then finally it's on the critical mass thing. There was like so then he moved on from Panihati. <laughs> and for the first year, his, his preaching was just going and camping out for a week, chanting, completely just going one place to the next. There was just kirtan. No time for lectures, no time for anything. There was just kirtan. But people would get so... Sadiris Prasad.
very romantic. <clears throat> so anyway, that was how the Namhata started, but it all started in Panihati. So this also for North America strategic planning, you should tell them this is the place. Namhata should uh, be expanding from Nupanihati in North America. Afterwards, Nordityananda, as he's going along, he'd lead one associate in each place, and they would become the local Namhata leader and the coordinator. They gradually they'd establish so many groups. They'd have their team of devotees. They'd build temples. They'd do everything. Very dynamically. This way, he completely flooded Bengal. We're here in Paniya. This is the place where the Sankirtan movement reactivated, re-established. Mayapur is the original place, but then Vichyananda came back, started it in Panihati, then took it and spread it, and came went back to Navadvip and then established it there. But his first point of contact was in Panihati. So Raghava Pandit, Raghunandas, he saw Lord Vichyananda there in Panihati, was amazed. And he paid his obeisances. Dandavata hoya se porila koto duri seva kohi ragunatha dandavata kori. Ragunandas offered his obeisances by falling prostrate at a distant place, and the servant of Nityananda never pointed out, there's Ragunandas offering obeisances. Sune Prabhu kohi chora dili darushan. Ai ai aji Hearing this, Lord Nityananda Prabhu said, You are a thief, now you have to come to see me. Come here, come here, today I shall punish you. The Lord called him, but Raghunanda did not go near the Lord. And the Lord forcibly caught him and placed his Lord's feet upon Raghunanda's head. So this is what's going to happen tomorrow. I'll read this again. Vitinanda was by nature very merciful and tomorrow we're going to celebrate this Dhamma Mahutsa, this punishment festival. Vitinanda is punishing Raghunath Das for staying away. Anupani Hati for annual Panihati festival. <clears throat> supposed to give a seminar at 10 o'clock, and then we can just do breakfast, right? Mm -hmm. I think what we'll do is have the seminar at 10.30. 10.30, 10.40. shall take some snack while it's not during your jello. Any question? Yes. So Kelly? Huh? Kelly? So the Western philosophy, uh, they don't really make sense to read, but in the reading philosophy, uh, like, 
what's the question? Western philosophy, there are different types, it's a broad topic. A lot of the modern philosophy is more just how to rationalize things. But uh, the, the whole purpose of life, philosophy deals with many topics. Prabhupada, uh, there's a book about philosophy, different comments of different philosophers. It's, uh, I think none of us working on that. I don't know what happened. I don't know what was published on that. You can read some of Prabhupada's. But the Vedic philosophy goes to the absolute truth. Well, not all Western philosophy goes to the absolute truth. A lot of it is just dealing with relative truth. Vedic philosophy deals with truth on different levels, but ultimately the absolute truth. Right, well, philosophy without uh, any sentiment, without any religion, Philosophy without sentiment becomes mental speculation and drive. And religion, uh, sentiment without any philosophy, without any scriptural basis can become fanaticism or sentimentalism. There should be a combination of sentiments and philosophy. That's what Prabhupada's name, Bhakti Vedanta. Devotion with philosophy. Any question about today's class? You're saying that the Namahata movement itself started by Nityananda's. Reviving it started in Ramiyati. Which day? Yeah, uh, I hope it will be good to figure out. Lord Chaitanya took sannyasa 24 years. So one or two years, how long was Nityananda there before he was sent back? You know, guessing without really calculating it, roughly 26 years. That would put this at the 525th year anniversary of Lord Nityananda's starting Namah preaching in Since next year is the 500, that would be the 526. Well, I don't know whether Nityananda, whether he was there one. My understanding is Nityananda was there the first Radhyatra. And somehow after, so how we'd have to study exactly what day did Lord Chaitanya take sannyas 
how long it take to get down there, what long was it was the first Ratyatra months or a whole year, like nine or ten months away. I think he, I think it was at least a year later. And that's something we can start later. So roughly 525 years ago, Lord Nityananda came to Tvaminati. Five twenty-four or five twenty-five. The second time. <laughs> I mean, he was there before. The Bunny Happy was on the was on their preaching tour, but it really became prominent after when Lord came back and made that like the center of his preaching. So thank you all very much. We had a question. You mentioned how the Vihasas, they just have to do their duty, but that they can still be devotees of the service. Can you elaborate on that? They should be very externally responsible for all their Vihasa duties. Even if they may be very attached to Krishna, they may be very much in love with Krishna, but Lord Chaitanya wanted them to act responsibly as a Grihastha, but internally keep their uh, love with Krishna. So of course now we have a lot of opportunities for like, Lord Chaitanya's followers, and even Nityananda's followers, most of them were Grihasthas. Even Abhinav Thakur married when he went back to Bengal, to preach with Nityananda, and almost everybody had to be a married preacher. In those days, it was Brahmanas could preach as their occupation. They would live very simply. But others who were in other occupations, they also joined Nityananda and they also were preachers. He had 64 main preachers with he called his Chosati, or were called by others, Chosati Mahantas. The 64 Mahants. And he made them also gurus to initiate. They're all Gnastas, I mean most of them. Even his wife, Janavi, Janava Devi, was also initiated and preached. Preaching movement. <coughs> what was your name again? Kiara? Thank you. Thank you. This is about half hour from the Namahat presentation. I give a report about the Namahat progress around the world and a little workshop. All the Prabhupada disciples, we will serve you breakfast at the guest house. And the table there so you can go there immediately, please. And we have set up for 10 people to sit. Everyone else, Prasadam, will be served out here on the side of the house over here. It will serve very shortly, so just line up outside of uh, the temple here. Thank you, everyone. I think it's going to be more important to live because they're going to eat all these things.
Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.